Welcome back. This is episode 104 featuring Dodger Bell from So Shameless Podcast. Part one was so good. I love Dodge storytelling. She paints the picture so well. And I can't wait to see the feedback for this one. I hope y'all enjoy. This is part two of Dodger Bell from So Shameless Podcast episode. Enjoy. I'll see y'all next time. Bye. This guy's hard-headed. <laughs> A month later. I find out that I'm pregnant. What's that? Take us to that conversation. And, and I know it was kind of. It's horrible. Yeah. Oh it, was, oh, it was horrible. I've never seen. Okay. So this is what happened. I um, was hanging out with a friend of mine, Kay Vega. We went right. to a day party like two weeks prior. And we're having a conversation, whatever, whatever. And I'm just like, yo, what the fuck is my period? Like, I haven't seen it. But I've been irregular before, especially since I had just taken out my birth control, like, maybe six months before that. Mm -hmm. So I'm just like, maybe it's still, like, regulating or whatever. She was like, bitch, or maybe you're pregnant. And I said, "Ah, I'm not pregnant. She was like, well, you need to figure it out. I'm going to buy you a pregnancy test. All right, bitch, buy it. She bought a pregnancy test. I took a pregnancy test. Negative. Told you, ho. Fuck out of here. Like, to me. What's up with yeah. you? Like, I ain't having no babies. Like, we good. We outside. It's the summertime. It's June yeah. 2018. Like, a year before the world shuts down. A year and a half before the world shuts down. Like, we don't even know it. Like, we outside. Um, and like a week after that, she hits me up. And she was like, you still ain't get your period? I'm like, No. Why are you so worried? I'm not worried. Like, we're good. Yeah. When I was pregnant before... I knew I was pregnant because I couldn't eat shit. Mm. Nothing. The only thing I could eat was fresh fruit and pizza. I was sick every day. Uh-huh. Every day. Nauseous. Every day. Fresh fruit, like freshly cut mangoes, strawberries, yeah. bananas, app, or pizza. Anything else? Nauseated. Disgusted. Wow. Which is another reason why I think that my first kid was a boy because my second pregnancy was completely different. Mm-hmm. No symptoms, no signs, no nothing. Mm. So now I'm at the bar and this is, we're in July now. This is right after 4th of July. So I want to say it's like July 6th. Okay. I'm like, I'm not pregnant, but I'm going to go to the pharmacy across the street and I'm going to go see. Went to the pharmacy. Mind you, I'm at work. I'm at working at the bar right now. Mm. I go to the pharmacy across the street. I get like a little pregnancy test. I go take the shit in the bathroom at work like a dickhead because in my mind, I'm not pregnant. So it doesn't matter. Positive. Was it faint positive? Or no, fully? that shit was real. <laughs> that shit was like, baby. And I'm like, oh. So I hit him up immediately. Like, yo, I'm at work right now. Are you coming to pick me up later? And he's like, yeah, I'm coming to pick you up. And I'm like, all right, cool. We got to have a conversation, you know, when you come pick me up later. And he's like, nah, what happened? Tell me now. And I'm like, no, we're going to talk when you come pick me up later. It's fine, but we can discuss it. And he was like, all right, cool. I'll be there in an hour. And I'm like, this is the beginning of my shift, sir. You're supposed to be here at the end. Yeah. Why are you coming now? Right. So he comes to the bar. He sits down. He starts eating. And he's like, so what you want to talk to me about? And I'm like, I don't What was his son? Sagittarius, the fucking devil. They always say Sagittarius. Sagittarius, yes. My guess, yeah. Yes, he's the devil. And he's like, just talk to me now. He was like, what's the problem? It's not like you're pregnant or anything. And I'm like, 
Well, actually, and literally, it was like I could see the goodness come out of his eyes. Like it was the straight, I can't, there's no other way to describe it. Like he looked down, he looked up at me and he was like, well, you know, I don't want any more kids. So whoa, cold, callous, just, and I'm like, we can't have this conversation right now. And he was like, no, you don't understand. This is not going to be a conversation. And I'm like, we're not talking about this now. So we go outside Mm -hmm. and he's like, I was very clear with you. And I told you what it was and what it wasn't. I don't want to have any more kids. If Mm -hmm. you decide to keep this kid, you are on your own. Dang. Day one. No fucking... Niggas ain't even go to the doctor yet. We ain't even get a hundred percent verification. This is off of a little fucking test from the the random ass pharmacy, like not a Dwayne, like some little mom and pop pharmacy. I'm yeah. like stunned. I'm like, I can't do this with you right now. Wow. He leaves. I stay at work. I'm used to dealing with different types of trauma, so I push through very well and break down later. So I I worked you my shift. Regular? Yeah. You wasn't freaking nobody drinks up? No. I was regular. I worked my shift. Dang. Um he came back and picked me up. The car ride was terrible. It was very silent. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. It was very silent. Um hindsight 2020, young, naive, defiant. Those are the three words I would use to describe myself. Young, naive, and defiant. Mm -hmm. I don't like bullies. Being that I was bullied growing up, being dark-skinned, cock-eyed girl with the big Coke bottle glasses, you know, like, I don't like bullies. I don't succumb to bullying. Mm -hmm. I am an empath. I'm emotional. Cater to my emotions, and I will do almost anything. Mm -hmm. Come at me aggressively. I'm going to fight you. Bullheaded, hardheaded my whole life. So you can't just talk to me and you're not going to bully me into no bullshit. Right, right. You feel me? I feel like, and I have said to him, if you, if your response was different, the outcome would have probably been different. If you came at me loving and caring and doting and accommodating and supportive, I probably would have got an abortion. Mm -hmm. The way you came at me is how we're here. And let me preface this by saying, I took that fucking plan B. I Parker is a plan B baby. Yes, the fuck she is. (laughs) Oh my God. Yes, she is. Because I was very diligent of knowing when I was ovulating, Mm. normally staying away from him when I was ovulating. And if we did have sex while I was ovulating, I was getting that plan B immediately immediately. So what do you think happened? Did you gain weight at this time? Because they said it's a weight limit. I don't know. I, I cannot tell you what happened. All I can say is she was supposed to be here. Whether it was to raise hell for me like she's doing because four-year-olds are assholes, right? <laughs> Whether it's to raise hell or she's going to be the next president. I don't know. She was supposed to be here. Mm-hmm. I was supposed to be a mom. 
there are so many lessons that I learned from her and from being her mom. I wouldn't trade it for the world. Mm -hmm. But I do understand the origin story. Like, I understand where it happened. And I know I ain't never skip a plan B in my life. <laughs> I ain't never. Like, ain't nobody had to watch me to know. I'm going to take that shit. I'll go get it myself. Okay. I'm not That's with none of this shit. Pop. I don't care. God damn. We got money. We fine. Yeah. So that started. That's when the monster started showing up. See, the monster was always there. But he never really showed up. He would peek his head out and he'll go back, right? So that's when you get the gaslighting and the manipulation and the emotional stuff and saying mm -hmm. little things and whatever, whatever. The monster completely unveiled. The wolf was like, fuck the sheep's clothing. I'm going to be real clear with you, bitch. Like, it was like, mm. at that time, he was talking to me in a way like as if we never met. Like we were not in a relationship for almost a year at this point. Cause our one year would be in September. This is July. Like you're talking to me crazy. Your tone is crazy, cold, callous, just mean, like the meanest he would say and do the meanest shit ever. Like in the naivety in my brain was, you cannot love me and turn off like a light switch. That's not human. Right. That's right. not normal. Right. You're probably upset right now, but we'll get past that. Like I could not calculate in my mind that somebody could turn that quickly. Mm -hmm. No fight, no argument, not, no yelling, no screaming, just, night and day, a whole different person. Dang. And again, I'm going to my friends and like Vincent did da, 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 da. They're like, what? Him? No way. One day he called me and we're having a minuscule argument about something. And it was really more him than me. I don't really argue with him. And I we're in my friend's classroom. This is right before I got pregnant in my friend's classroom and I put him on speaker mm -hmm. and all my friends heard him and they were like that's the same guy kept checking the name like yo ain't no fucking way this is the same person and I'm like I've been fucking telling y'all but at that time before I got pregnant in my brain I'm like I'm um I'm not gonna be with him past him moving back to Dallas I made up in my mind mm. I'm like I'm just gonna ride out this summer this long distance relationship is not going to work. He's going to move back to Dallas. I'm going to be free of him. And then I get to move on with my life. Mm. And then I get pregnant. And now I'm stuck. So now I'm talking to my dad and I'm like, daddy. How many months were you at that time? Oh, it was fresh. We were just a couple okay. of weeks. It was okay. fresh out. Um, I had a conversation with my dad. He was not happy about the first abortion that I had. And he's just like, well, we're having a baby. And I'm like, daddy, No. Because this is what's going on. And he's just like, yo, you grew up without me. You turned out fine. I grew up without a father. I turned out fine. She's going to be fine. Hindsight 2020, my father's house. Fucking mom. That's <laughs> stupid. He's like, I'm here for you. I'm going to support you. Da, 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 da. And he tries. My dad tries. But because he's never raised a child, 
he don't really know what he's doing. Yeah, like, yeah. he couldn't support me. Like, grandfathers don't support the same way a grandmother would. Yeah. It ain't no grandmothers. His mama dead, my mama dead. It's wraps for us. Like, we're all <laughs> fucked up here. All I had at that time was my grandmother, God rest her soul, and I lost her in COVID. So it was wraps. Like, it was just, that was it. It was Man. just, now I'm having this baby. And things turned for the worst significantly after that. Um, just long story short, my birthday party still happened. Um, I actually threw a Bell's Bar for my birthday that year. Mm-hmm. Only a selected few people knew that I was actually pregnant. Um, so people were like buying me drinks, buying me shots and shit. So I'm like taking a shot and then spitting it into a fucking beer bottle because nobody knows at this point. Only like a few people know yeah. that I'm actually pregnant. People are like, oh, can I buy you? Nah, I'm good. Da, da, da. The next day. So for my birthday, he shows up to my Bell's Bar. My favorite color is purple. He had 15, 20 purple no, 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 that was K-Vag. No, no, he did. He came with purple balloons. Mm-hmm. He came with a brand new watch, mm. um, brand new necklace, came in, giving me gifts. I love you so much. He took so me home. So it looks home. good, yeah. It looks great. Yeah. And at this point now, I'm confused because I'm like, are we doing this or are we not doing this? Like, one day you're cold, one day you're hot. Like, I don't really know what's happening and he's like, I don't want this baby, but I love you. Huh? <laughs> so when's your first doctor's appointment? Tomorrow. Oh, okay, I'm going to take you to the doctor. We're going to go together. But you just... The mixed signals were literally throwing me for a loop, yeah. but it's also a part of the manipulation, right? So we go to my doctor. I have my first official doctor's visit. And yes, it's official, confirmed by my doctor. I am pregnant. We go to eat across the street after the doctor's appointment and he's like so basically what are you going to do he never once asked me to get an abortion it was always eluded Mm. he never said dodge get an abortion never because he didn't want to say it like he didn't want to have to be the bad guy in that way so what he did instead was be very mean very cold very callous and his tactic was to try to push me away and that would make me yeah yeah yeah. Do it, you know? Yeah. Um, bully shit. Yeah. I remember- Make you hate him to the point yes. where I can't have his baby. Yeah. That's- Coward. Yeah. It was cowardice, mm-hmm. honestly. Um, I remember we went to the restaurant across the street and he was so mean and so nasty to me. I started ordering shots of tequila. Deadass. Like, I need a shot. I need a shot. I need a margarita. I need a shot. I took so many shots that day and it did nothing. I didn't feel drunk. It did nothing to me. Like nothing. And it was like, I was just crying, taking shots, crying, taking shots. You think he stopped me? Nope. Mm. She went another shot. She went another shot. Afterwards, he drove me to my best friend's house Mm -hmm. at the time and her mother's house. And I got to her house and I was knocking on the door and she was in the shower and she came out the shower and I nasty cried, like scream, mm-hmm. shaking for an hour straight, no break. Crying like she was just like holding me like in her towel, like holding me 
because I was so, I felt so defeated. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what to do. I was lost. I didn't feel like I was embarrassed. Like I didn't yeah. want to tell anybody what was going on. Like it was so bad. Mm-hmm. It was so bad. I've had suicidal ideations before when my mom died. Mm-hmm. When I was pregnant, they were tenfold. Like it was like very much driving up to my house. Like, hmm, if I climb on a roof right now and jump off, we'll be all right. It'll be fine. Because I can't, I can't get rid of this baby. Right, right, right. But I also can't live with this, this guilt. Like I feel horrible every day. That is terrible, yeah. Every day. And then the girl comes along. A girl. So I'm pregnant. It's July. Mm-hmm. It's just celebrated Fresh your birthday. In, just celebrated my birthday. Fresh into this. We are in a very weird space. He has not asked me to get an abortion. I have not said I was going to get an abortion, but we are still kind of just existing. Mm-hmm. Still talking, still texting, still dating. We're in this. It's it's a very yeah. weird space. One day, and at this time, we still followed each other on Twitter. One day, I start getting mad likes. Like, 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 like. On your tweets? On my tweets. But they're all of the tweets with him. Like, 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 like. So now these notifications. I'm like, who the fuck is this person? Mm-hmm. So, come on. We've been through this before. We know the game. The game is a game. I already know. Babe, who's this? Who's mm-hmm. this person? Why is she liking all of our tweets interacting with one, one, one another? You need, like, water for your eyes? Yeah, like, a, my eyes dry. That's Um, That's cool. Just, you sure? Yeah, it's cool. Okay. Um, So, he's like. Liking everything. I don't know who that is. And I was like, well, I don't know who the fuck that is either. That's weird as shit. I'm Dodge. <laughs> At, da, 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 who are you? Mm. Is this something you need here? What's happening? <laughs> she was like, I just find it funny how. Oh, man. Y'all flirting and tweeting each other, blah, blah, blah. When I was just at the hotel with him last week and starts posting pictures. He drives this car. He works here. Da, da, da. Oh, he's selling her the same thing. I'm like, huh? So I go on her page. Two things about this piss me off. Good. One, her name. Her name is the same name as his daughter. I think that's weird. I personally think that's yeah. weird. That creeped me out. Well, all right. Second thing, she's 20 years old. 20? 20. 20. Oh, nah. Was in college at Clark Atlanta, home for the summer type shit. Met him at a bar, at a hotel. That's how they met. So now she's in the DMs, of course. So now me and her, we going back and forth on the timeline. And I literally have friends like, Dash, stop. Stop arguing with her. Stop. I'm calling him. She's calling him. I'm guessing. I'm like, 
I asked you a very clear question. Mm-hmm. All of this could have been avoided if you would have told the truth because I would have just blocked her and then dealt with you. Right, but right. you opened up this can of worms because you made me ask her what the fuck the problem was because I asked you first. So now you got me out here looking mm-hmm. stupid. Wow. I'm on the phone with this man bawling. I'm emotional. I'm pregnant. It's so many things. And I'm mm-hmm. like, mind you, that day that she went out with him, we had a date slated for that day. He canceled? He canceled because his kids were in town. <laughs> and he's like, oh, my kids are in town. So we can't, you know, go out right now when I take them back to Dallas and then I come back and then we can go out da 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 type thing. He winds up taking his daughter to Curl Fest, which was that same weekend, and ran into one of my friends at Curl Fest. And she told me like, yo, I saw Vincent with his daughter. I'm like, oh yeah, he told me he was taking her out there, blah, blah, blah. My thing is, you're supposed to be this super dad, this upstanding dad. You don't, quote unquote, leave your kids when you're with them. So if you have them and they're in New York mm-hmm. for the weekend, you mean to tell me that you left your kids in the house in Flatbush and you went and drove out to Jersey to be in a hotel with a 20-year-old bitch fucking on some 20-year-old while I'm home pregnant with your kid and you left, so you just left all your kids for right. this little bitch. Right. You dead ass. You're not dead ass. See, I've allowed you to play with me and I don't think... See, I understand that you're cold and callous, but I'm violent. Those don't mix. That's oil and water. Why are you fucking with me? Bring your ass to my house. I need to see you. I need to put eyes on you. I will see you tomorrow. He was like, I will come by tomorrow after work. Yeah, you do that. Mm. So he went to work that day. I went to work that day. He came, drove rush hour from Jersey all the way to Brooklyn. That nigga was driving for over two hours. He comes to my house, Lama. I stand there. He's standing in front of me. He's standing in front of his car. And I'm like, so what do you have to say for yourself? Mm. He was like, to be very honest, I don't have anything to say because that situation is of no consequence to you. Whoa. Huh? Come again? Say it again. (laughs) Say it again. It's of no consequence to you. I'm not about to sit here and explain anything that I do. I don't have to explain anything to you. My business is my business. Fuck are you talking to? Because you play with me. You've been playing with me for a year. Because you think that you could talk to me crazy because every time we ever had an argument, every time you tried that gaslighting shit, it was always on the phone. You ain't never pull that shit to my face. Don't fucking play with me, bro. Mm. Washed him. It was a cop up the block. He's like, I should go up to that cop. Right, go get him. I'll go get him for you. He's a little man. So. <laughs> I'll go get him for you, my guy. Because again, I don't know what you thought this was. Mm-hmm. I don't. I think that you have seriously taken my kindness for weakness, yeah. and the fact that I've been respectful and accommodating, and I'm talking to you and da da da. I will fucking kill you, nigga. I'm not them. Mm. I'm trying to be this person, but I'm very much that. So we're fighting. He takes me and kind of like swings me around and like my side hits the side of his car. It had a big ass dent in it. Mm. He jumps in his car to try to drive away. 
but his window was down, caught a couple more. I had a, a bottle in my hand, like a water bottle, threw that shit at him. He skirted around the hole, around the block, pulled off. Oh, I just, I just want niggas not to bother me. Like, please don't bother me, <laughs> sir. Please don't bother me. I be trying, like I be chilling. You know how much audacity you have to come and drive all that way to come in my face so arrogantly, so smugly, not give a fuck about my feelings, mm-hmm. not give a fuck about the fact that I, nothing that's going on with me and you going to come to me and look in my face and say that she's of no consequence? Wow. You wanted to die that day. <laughs> you had to want to die. Like, nobody talks to me like this. Mm. Nobody fucks with me. I have been unfuckwittable my whole life. And you think that you won't come in here. You won't. Why did you even come? Yeah. Why did you even come? Why are you here? He blocks me. Fine. Mm. I email him. You blocked me. That's fine. You got fucked up. You deserved it. <laughs> but I'm still pregnant. So we'll figure out child support or whatever the case may be. Da, 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 because I'm not doing this with you. Mm-hmm. He's like, you're a violent. I should get you locked up and blah, blah, blah. You started it. Because why would you ever speak to me like that? To my face? Mm-hmm. It's one thing on the phone. See, he know me now. He only say shit on the phone because he know I don't even fuck with you like that, my guy. Like, right. I will come upside your face again real bad. It was bad. That, <laughs> and that was my first trimester, yo. Right. Trimester one is anarchy. And it just kept getting worse. It would get worse and then it would get better and then it would get worse. And Y'all were still better. dealing with each other after that? He blocked me for a while. We were having back and forth. He unblocks me. Um, he asked to take me out to dinner. What? To have a conversation. He takes me out to dinner somewhere mad far, like deep in Long Island. I like wrote down his license plate, sent it to my friends. I was like, yo, if I wind up dead, this nigga killed me. I'm like, I don't understand why you're being nice to me. I feel like you're trying to kill me. He's like, I would never. I was like, no, I really think that you are more than capable of trying to kill me. Because one, I still have this baby. I'm not getting rid of the baby. You don't want the baby. And we're like, I really feel like that this is, this is some like crime TV, true crime lifestyle. This is how bitches get killed. Like, I really feel like you're capable. I don't trust you. Um, that went well. Now, it goes back to the apologies. I love you. And da, da, da. We're going to figure it out. I don't know what to do. I really don't want to have this baby. But, you know, but I love you. And da, da, da. and then go back into that nasty, now, How are you taking all cycle. of this? Like, you, I know you're pregnant, about to be a mother. Did you want to be with him for the to be the father of your child? The, He's already the father of my I'm child. I'm saying, like, to be the family, the family structure. Of course. Yeah. Like, in hindsight, of course I did. Like, I did not want to... I did not want my daughter to not have a father. That's mm-hmm. that's sticky and tricky. Like when it comes to girls too. Right, like right. I didn't want my my daughter to grow up and not have a father. I didn't want it. I I was still trying to figure it out and make it work and mm-hmm. see how it was gonna gonna work. Just 
now I'm like putting my thoughts and my feelings and my emotions to the side to be like, yo, like, let's figure this out because we're here. Like, right, right. I'm not having another abortion. I'm not. I told you. You said what you said and you stood firm on it. And I said what I said and I stood firm mm-hmm. on it. We are at odds. So now what are we going to do? It's happening. We got to figure this out. We have to be mature. We have to be adults and we have to figure this the fuck out. Yeah. And one day, another traumatic point where I remember exactly where I was, exactly where I was standing, exactly what I was doing. We were arguing on the phone and I was like, yo, I'm 28. I'm fire. Mm. Nigga, I'm Dodge. I will find your daughter a fire stepfather. I don't have to do this. I don't have to do this. Right. We don't got to do this. It's light work. Like, I think I'm the only person that had like mad exes at my baby shower. Like everybody was on some, I'll be the baby's pappy, like <laughs> on some shit. Like Mouse is Parker's godfather. Yeah. she He's like, yo, fuck that nigga. I'll fucking adopt her. She'll be my fucking daughter. Like I'll give her my last name. Like we got support. We're supported. I'm not going to fight with you forever. But of course, naturally, I want my daughter to know who her father is, even though I don't really fuck with you like that. But I'm still trying to figure it out. Like, yeah, I'm trying yeah. to figure it out. And, and it was just so much time of me trying to figure it out. The emotional gaslighting got worse through my pregnancy. It was like clockwork. It was so abusive. Like clockwork. Where, where did you find peace during your pre- pregnancy? I found peace when I was home in my bed, rubbing my belly. Mm-hmm. I. You were single at the time. I mean, you were still dealing with Tim, but like you, yeah, no was, other guys. I was just chilling. Just like, Got you. I'm just, I'm at peace right now. I have friends that are doing for me, making sure that I'm good. Like, doing little things like making sure I got groceries in the house, mm-hmm. picking up my groceries for me, helping me with my laundry. Like, like I had my village, they, they stepped up and they stepped That's in good. really yeah. great. But even in the midst of that, he fucked with me that whole pregnancy. Gaslit me that whole pregnancy. I remember one time it was in October. It was really close to my mother's birthday, which is a very uh, depressing time for me normally. Mm-hmm. And I was on FaceTime with a friend of mine. This is when I blocked him on Twitter. I was on FaceTime with a friend of mine and I had on like a, like a onesie, like, mm-hmm. like, you know, like a little onesie, like a little fleece onesie or whatever, yeah, yeah. like looking Christmassy or whatever. And obviously I'm pregnant, so nothing fits the same. But my friend takes a screenshot of the conversation and posts it on Twitter, like on the phone two hours with my best friend type thing, whatever. Yeah. And he was just like, this is why I don't want to be with you. What kind of mother are you going to be when you're on the internet with your titties out? And I'm like, huh? Huh? What? What are you talking about? Nigga, I got on a onesie. Right. And I'm pregnant. What do you want from me? My titties is huge right now. Yeah. And he's just like, you're just so disrespectful. How would your mother feel seeing you like oh, that? And uh, you're about to be a mother on the internet dressed like this. And to, like when I say the gaslighting never stopped, Lama. It did not stop. Man. It didn't stop for years. This is through the pregnancy. And it was so hot and cold, right? Like, 
One day we're having a conversation and he's like, yo, when you have the baby, you need to stay home for at least six months. So I'm going to pay you to stay home for six months. How much do you make in your check? I make the, this, that, that, and a third. All right, I'm going to give you money every two weeks. Do not go back to work. You need to be home with that baby for six months. So you care, you fake, not care. Like It was back and forth. And then it's like, crazy. you know that I don't want to have any kids. I told you I didn't want to have any kids and you're still having this baby. So you're on your own. And then the next conversation is, Oh, you have a doctor's appointment coming up? Okay, FaceTime me while you're at the doctor's appointment so I can see how everything's going. And then the next conversation is, bitch, I told you. It it was back and forth. It was so horrible for me. Yeah. It was so horrible for me. And I was stuck because now I'm having this baby, right? And every time I got a sonogram picture, those were my happy moments. And mm. I'm like, I'm having a girl. I love her. I love her way more than I love you. I'm not going to sacrifice her for your happiness because sacrificing her is not going to make me happy. It's mm. only going to make you happy. Mm-hmm. I love her more, so much more than you that I will figure it out with her, but I'm not going to do anything to appease you. Right. It's fuck you forever. So I get induced. I had preeclampsia. That was horrible. Um, I get induced at 38 weeks to the mm-hmm. day. I have her on a Wednesday, I think. We're out of the house by Friday. I mean, out of the hospital by Thursday, Friday. He flies into New York Saturday. Mm-hmm. First thing, come to the house. Pick up his baby. Sitting there with baby first thing, and I'm fucking confused. My baby shower, he didn't come to. Okay. He was supposed to come. He said he was going to come, but he didn't come last minute. But also last minute, gave my best friend $1,000 for the baby shower. Whatever she needs, whatever she wants, buy it. Get her whatever she wants. This is confusing, yeah. How do you think I felt, bro? Because when you really break it down, the back and forth, it's so confusing. And it's so easy to be like, oh, yeah, well, you could have aborted. I could have. But what would that have done to my mental health and my mental state at that time? How would that have made me feel? How would I have recovered? Would I have recovered? I was already suicidal with the baby. So if I got rid of the baby, you think I wasn't going to be extra suicidal after the baby? Like, I don't know what would have happened. Like, I can take your words at face value, but your actions are not matching your words. Your actions, his actions have never matched his words. His words would be fuck you, but his actions would be other things. His actions would be like, I'll buy you this and I'll buy you that. And what do you need? And, you know, here's money for Uber to go. Like, I'll pay for your Ubers back and forth to the doctor. And, Mm -hmm. you know, oh, you're hungry. You have cravings here. Get this and that. Like, the words and the actions have never met. I was fucking confused. I didn't know what to do. I didn't know what to think up until... Maybe when she turned two, this back and forth has still been a thing because I'm still like, I don't want to completely close the door, mm-hmm. but I also don't fuck with you, right? Like, yes, he paid for me to stay home for six months when I had her. Like, to this day, like, the only thing that he does for her right now is he pays for her tuition for school mm-hmm. and camp right now. He does nothing else. He might... You know, I asked him, no, no. He stopped doing that 
when she was like one. He would call, let me see the baby, whatever. The last time she saw him face to face was when she was six months. Wow. Yeah, she's four now. Yeah. She was six months. Um, he came up to New York, picked us up, took us out to brunch. He would come to New York, come see me, come see the baby, take us to dinner, take us to brunch. We went to the park. He's like enamored with her. I can show you pictures. He's like enamored with her, like Parker, 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 when he's in front of her face. And then when she's not in front of her face, it's like she doesn't exist, right? He would call Mm. and FaceTime can I see the baby? Let me talk to the baby. How's the baby? Ask me questions. Check in with me. Like if I'm confused about something because I have, this is my first kid, so I don't really know all the answers. Mm-hmm. We would talk. Like he was parenting remotely. Right, right, right. Right? Um, That's different. <laughs> when she turned like about one, one and a half, he stopped. Um, And this is also around the time that I met Drew. And Drew was like, I find it odd that he calls, but he never asks for Parker. Mm-hmm. Like he doesn't call. He doesn't speak to her. He doesn't ask to speak to her. Nothing. And I was like, yeah, he stopped a while ago and I don't know why. Mm. And for him, it's she's getting older and she's starting to identify people. He didn't want to be somebody identifiable for her. Have him tell it. we would still be together if I didn't get pregnant like I did it to myself. He's like, I wanted you. I didn't want the baby. Right, right. This is a package deal, playboy. He would talk to me and talk about me like as if I got pregnant myself, taking zero accountability for his actions, Mm -hmm. right? And I said this to him. If you knew or if you were so strong about not having kids, you should have got a vasectomy like I asked you to. Or you should have been wearing condoms, condoms yeah. because I bought them for him. I'm like, oh, look here. You don't want to have fear. Here we go. I was proactive. You should have been pulling out. Like, there's so many things that you could have done. Yeah. Like, you got this young, fertile girl, and I already told you where I stood with this shit. And you thought that your thoughts and your feelings were stronger than mine. Like, you get whatever you want whenever you want to. That's how he moves. And it's horrible. Right. I hadn't seen him face to face. And then, you know, COVID happened and all the rest of this other shit. The last time I saw him was three months ago. Mm -hmm. He came to New York. I purposely did not bring my daughter because now I don't want any confusion. Andrew's her father. You are a nigga around because I'm a woman of my word. I said, I was going to find your fi- your daughter, fire stepfather, did that. Mm-hmm. You're good. You don't, mm-hmm. You're absolved. You how don't does have he, to do How anything. does he take to your relationship now? I just told him about my relationship when I saw him three months ago. Really? I, because of the gaslighting and because of the, the nasty nature of what she could be, I never wanted to tell him I had a boyfriend. Mm-hmm. I wanted to tell him I had a fiance. I wanted to tell him I'm marrying somebody because I felt like if I told him I had a boyfriend, he would kind of like make me feel bad about it, I guess. Or like gaslight again, like, oh, you have a boyfriend. All right, that's fine. Y'all going to break up. Like, you know, like cause he's a dickhead like that. Right. So I'm like, if I come in with a ring, you can't say shit to me. Papa. <laughs> you can't say anything to me. Yeah. And you would think the drama have subsided. Right. But no, For real? the drama continues. It's still still going on now to this day. 
Like we're still fighting. We're still arguing. We're still butting heads. I still got bitches calling my phone asking me about him. Up until six months ago, a woman called my phone and was just like, who are you? I'm like, who are you? What do you want? And she was like, oh, well, do you know such and such? And I'm like, yeah. Oh, here we go. And thank God my, one of my friends was here because I put it on speaker. It was the strangest conversation ever. I found out that he has another, he has a set of twins in New Jersey that he never told me about that he also doesn't take care of. Mm. Um, completely cut them off. Like at least financially, he was taking care of Parker for the last four years up until literally three, four months ago. It's kind of stopped. But that's another story. Because of the news? No, it's, I don't know this... Communication has never been his strong suit. Yeah. Um, and communication has always been a problem with us because I'm just like, explain to me what's going on so I know how to move. So he literally like fucked me up financially the last four months because he just up and disappeared, stopped paying her tuition. So then that's another bill for me and Andrew and it's just like been a whole thing. Wow. But um, yeah, still to this day, it's still, it's still I beef. Even, I can't even ask you how you coped in here. Well, you coping and healing now from it. Yeah, I'm good now because I have my... This is my family. Yeah, yeah. I have my family and you're not a part of it. And when Parker gets of age, I'm not answering any questions. And I already told him this. Mm. I'm sending her to you. You answer the questions. Explain to your daughter why you're not here. And we'll deal with the therapy on the back end. But nah, because you're not going to put me in that position because I've been here from day one. I stayed. I didn't leave. I've been fighting for my kid for from day one. So... Mm -hmm. You don't get to sit that does, hard conversation yeah. out. Like, now nah, you're going to have to have that. How does your, your fiancé take to everything? If, if it's still arguing happening, like what, what, how does he play a role in it? It's tough because, because of the love and respect that I have for Andrew, I try not to argue. Because mm -hmm. I shouldn't be arguing with no other nigga. Right, right. Especially when I have perfection, like mm -hmm. perfect for me. Yeah. Like not perfect for everybody, like perfect for me. Mm -hmm. Perfect for me. Um, it's hard because financially, Andrew and I have a lot on our plate. Mm -hmm. Like a lot. Like we have a 14 year old, we have a four year old. So we're dealing with all of that. Andrew also being the man that he is, he still financially takes care of like his mom. He's doing things for his daughter, his baby mother. Like, like we are, it's a lot happening yeah, yeah. here. And the last thing we need in this household is another bill. Nigga, you do nothing. You do nothing. You ain't never wiped the tear or nose. You ain't never had to call out a word. You ain't never been to a parent-teacher conference. You ain't never dealt with the flu. You ain't never dealt when the baby had COVID. You ain't never been here to wake her up, wipe her ass, nothing. You have one job. Mm -hmm. Make sure my baby can go to the schools that I need my baby to go to. Right, right. You have one job. What about child support? <sighs> the child support. There are two things that are stopping me mm. one I don't believe in it at base root all right I feel like if two consenting adults sat down laid down had a baby why the fuck we can't talk about what we need to do for this baby mm. like I think it's immature right right and I've never not 
left the door open to have conversations about this child. Why do I need to go down, take days off of work, pay for a lawyer to go to court? Like, it's stupid. To me, it's dumb. We are mature enough where we should be that we can settle this ourselves. Mm -hmm. Like, why do I have to go through all of that? But obviously at this point, I have to go through all that, right? That's wild, yeah. And then on the flip side of that, the manipulation and the gaslighting comes in where he told me that if I ever took him for child support, I would get nothing. He wouldn't tell me why. Um, He's very capable of hiding his assets. Mm. He's very capable of lying and manipulating because we see that that's who he is. Yeah. And I don't want to start a battle like that only to lose. I'm Parker's now at the age where I feel like she's old enough that she's going to public school mm-hmm. starting in September. I don't need you anymore. Right, right. Like I teeter and battle with myself on is the right thing to do just to let him fly in the wind the way he wants to, just let him disappear into thin air. Or do I keep a hold on him and keep holding him accountable, right? Like, what is the fight that I'm fighting? Mm. And sometimes I don't know. I'm still in between. Like, I really don't know. But what I do know is you got four kids on child support right now. Damn. Because I just found out about the two that I didn't know about, right? Yeah. yeah. So if my child is the fifth, maybe he's right. Maybe she is going to get nothing because of the hierarchy yeah. of it. Maybe I got to wait a couple years because by the time she about six, seven, it could be lit because them kids is old. Yeah. One is in college. One is. Three of them should be college age. One should be a senior in high school right now. Mm. So I really don't know. Um, I don't know what to do. I've spoken to lawyers. I have friends that are lawyers Mm. that specialize in child support. So I have a way mm-hmm. there's a way to do it but it's also like i'm also focused on this yeah. right i'm planning a wedding allegedly <laughs> i'm trying to buy a house like i'm still dealing with my grassroots over here like do i even want to deal with yeah. that yeah. honestly real shit i just want to fly to dallas and fight <laughs> again <laughs> like no like because i really ain't get I really don't feel like he felt what I needed him to feel. Like, he caught a couple, but he ain't catch, you know? Oh, my God. Like, I feel like that would just make me feel better. Like, if I could just whoop your ass. <laughs> That's the toxicity in me. I did. It is what it is, bro. I don't know what to tell you. But that it was bad. Like, that was a major, major lull and low in my life. Like, like I remember those suicidal nights. And that shit sucks. Mm. And then having to go to my therapist and be like, I'm having suicidal ideations again. And she's like, bitch, get it together. You know, like. But you, at the end, you was able to love again. So. Yeah. Drew came in and showed you something different. What was, what was that? This is right after this, right? Uh, shortly after. Um, I met Drew. If the last time Parker saw Vincent was in August, I met Drew in October of that year. Mm-hmm. Didn't take him seriously at first. Like, let's mm-hmm. just say that. Um, I didn't start taking him seriously until August of the following year, which is in the middle of the pandemic. Yeah. Um, you had your wild birthday. <laughs> a wild birthday. It's so crazy because the night before that birthday, Drew was at my house. 
Oh, wow. Yeah, because I was just like, oh, birthday sex. Who's going to give it to me? Yeah, where's Drew? <laughs> and called him. He's like, hey, come to Brooklyn. He drove out. Um, that was dope. That was, mm-hmm. that was a dope night. Um, Drew showed me what real love is. Mm-hmm. And it's not words. It's actions. Mm-hmm. Right? He provided security. He grew up in a family that loves children. Like, I'm pretty sure, like, his whole family, they kind of like me, maybe a little bit. But Parker, that's that that yeah. was it. Like, when they found out that I had a daughter, especially his sister, when she found out I had a daughter that was close to the age of her daughter, she was just like, if you ever come to this house again without that baby, I'm kicking you out. Dang. Real shit. Yeah. Like, the way that they dote on her, like, Parker's the apple with a little eye. Mm-hmm. From his baby mother to his mother to, like, Parker is, she's that. Me, yeah. I'm, whatever. I'm here. Yeah. You know, I just, I'm package deal. <laughs> um, yeah, like, the the love and support that not only him, but his mom and his sister, and even his baby mother to a degree, mm-hmm. has shown my daughter and myself that security that family mm-hmm. that we both were desperately missing. Like when my grandmother died, like that was it. She was the only person that would ask to babysit. Like, mm-hmm. where's Parker? Bring her over. I want to have a play date. Like nobody's asking for this baby. Like it's just me stuck in the house with a baby by myself all the time. Just trying to figure it out. Mm-hmm. Um, like they, he bought me a family. Like with him came a family. Mm-hmm. It came my bonus daughter, my baby, 14. Yeah, and you, I, I want to tell you, y'all all look alike. Yo, it's so crazy, right? I thought that was right? a younger version of you. No, that's Leah. Like. It's crazy. And then that's Nene. And that's like, we have a whole little family. Yeah. And I am the happiest I've ever been. Like in the question, one of the questions you was like, I think it was like, how long have y'all, were y'all together? Or mm-hmm. I was like, if you being honest, I don't think I was ever in a relationship with that man because I don't really feel like I ever really knew who he was. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And after having a conversation with the lady that called me six months ago, I realized how he dissociates mm-hmm. and he does it intentionally. Yeah, yeah. My kids are here. My family is here. You are here. This baby is here. He dissociates so he can bounce in and out of situations scot-free and he purposely makes sure that these lives don't, don't merge. Yeah, yeah, that's what it seemed like. It's very calculated. It's very intentional. And we had a real conversation when I really pulled his card and was like, let me tell you everything that I have noticed about you. Mm. And he laughed and he was like, you're the only person that ever understood that. I said, yeah, you're a sociopath. You are fucking sick. You're sick. You dissociate, you keep people in their pockets and people have to abide by your rules. And then when they don't Mm -hmm. abide by your rules, you completely flip. You turn your emotions on and off like a fucking light switch. That's That's not normal. This is not normal behavior. Do you not understand this? No, he understands completely. He knows exactly who he is. Wow. He said to me, if you ever told my family the things that happened in this relationship, they will never believe you. And I said, I believe you. I believe you because I saw you do it with my own friends. I saw you do it with my own friends. And the reason why I don't talk about him and certain things that we went through, because I know anything that I say, even anything that I've said to you right now, Mm -hmm. 
if you ever met him, everything that I said will go out of, out of your mind. And you're going to be like, Vincent is so cool. He's so dope. Like, that's a dope ass dude. It's like he has it down to a science. And then it always makes, it will always make me feel crazy. Like, mm-hmm. I'm the problem. Like, I did this to myself. And it's like, no, I see you. Yeah. You have this way. You're so sweet. Soft-spoken, debonair, You ever seen um, the movie Talents and Mr. Ripley? This what, no. Oh, you got to watch that. I think it's uh, Matt Damon. Mm-hmm. This reminded me of this movie. <laughs> he was playing like two different people and people was meeting him like, nah, he's this, he's that. Yeah. You got to see that movie one day. This yeah. reminded me of that. And that's, that's who Vincent is. Vincent is everything and nothing. He's all of the things. He is a beautiful monster. Mm-hmm. And people, not a lot of people will ever see that side of him because he knows how to mask it and he knows how yeah. to move and shake. Sociopath, that's, that's basically what it is. Yeah. Right? It's, it's scary. Yeah. I had a baby with a sociopath. Yeah. Shoot. This reminds me of that movie. One of my favorite movies, but yeah. I'm going to look it up tonight. I ain't got shit else to yeah, do. Yeah, Talented Mr. Ripley. No, I've heard of it, but yeah. I've never saw it. I've oh, never man. seen it. But yeah, it's, it, was, it was bad. What you think is the biggest lesson learned from this whole thing? The biggest lesson that I've learned is to trust myself mm-hmm. and to stop playing games. Like, I don't play games anymore. I with, feel like I played a game with or, him. Oh, no, all right, with all right. people. I feel like I played a game with him at the end and I lost. Mm-hmm. And the game that I played was instead of just trusting myself and saying, all right, this is done and moving on. When I knew it should have been done, mm-hmm. I played the game like, I'm going to stay here until he moves. Yeah. That's yeah. where I fucked up. Yeah. I played that game and I him, lost. Yeah, you gave him the hand. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I lost bad at that game. Um, and the other side of it is I wish... I wasn't such a non-problematic person. I tell him all the time, I'm not the baby mother he deserves. Mm -hmm. Because for everything that you put me through, I should be dragging you through hell and back. Right. Ring of fire. And all of my friends are like, bitch, take him down. And I'm like, not yet. Nah. Because I don't like drama. Yeah. And I feel like any battle, any fight, like it's going to be drama. It's going to be like, a tug of war that I just don't want to do. I'm not, I'm not that kind of fighter. I'm not a long game fighter. I'm a quick fighter. Yeah. Quick. I'll fuck you up today and then I'll be good. I'm good. I don't have no problems. I don't like to play the long game. Yeah. I give up the long game because I'm like, this is stupid. This is childish. I don't want to do this. But I feel like Therapy helped a lot Mm -hmm. and continuing to go to therapy in the midst of all of that Mm -hmm. is what saved me and Parker's life because I was still in therapy every Friday for three to four years straight. I was in therapy every Friday, 7 PM every Friday in therapy when I was pregnant, after I was pregnant during a pandemic, I'm on therapy virtually. Like I was in therapy trying to get all of this together because Andrew doesn't deserve any anger that would have come from that situation. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. And I would never give it to him. Mm. 
anytime I've ever been upset, even to the point of tears, I have never done it in front of Andrew because he does not deserve any of the drama or trauma that comes from that. That's not That's good. for him. Yeah, yeah That's it's good. just not for him. Man. Well, a question I like to ask my guests is positive love. Where did you see positive love or just love in general growing up? My mom. Mm-hmm. My mom was the perfect mother mm-hmm. in, in, in all intense purposes, right? It's like she was loving, she was caring, she was firm, she was strict. Like she, she did anything for me. Mm-hmm. She would do anything for me. She would go to the deepest bounds yeah. for me just to see me happy. And I see all of that in me when it comes to my daughter. Mm-hmm. Like, even though I don't have her here physically to like give me advice and kind of walk me through parenting, I see so much of my parenting style in her. I see so much of me and Parker, maybe too much of me and Parker. But like, mm-hmm. that love... You are you familiar with Harry Potter? You no, ever, ever watched? I see it? all your books over there. Yeah, you know yeah. I'm a little you know, <laughs> my Slytherin shit. Uh-uh. But um, the premise of Harry Potter, well, one of the plot stories is that there's this evil dark lord, right? Mm-hmm. And he came to kill him because there was a prophecy that said that a child born this date is the child that's going to basically lead you to your demise. Mm-hmm. And his mother. Um, put a protection spell of rare ancient magic around him mm-hmm. so that he would be able to survive things. Gotcha. And when the Dark Lord Voldemort came in to kill Harry, his mother sacrificed herself for her son. And then that love backfired and like, it's like a ripple effect, blah, blah, blah. Gotcha. Dark Lord disappeared, blah, 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 blah. It's yeah. like a whole thing, right? Yeah. That love, I feel like is the love that my mother left for me. Mm. Like she's been gone now 17 years, Mm -hmm. but I still feel Mm -hmm. that love, that guidance, like that. She's never going to let me go too far. She's Mm -hmm. never going to let me Mm -hmm. stray too far. Like my mom's birthday is October 29th and I see 1019 every day. Whether it's, I mean, I see 1029 every day, whether it's 1029 in the morning or 1029 at night, Mm -hmm. I see it every day. Every day, like clockwork. Like, those are my angel numbers. Yeah. So I know it and I know that she's still here. And every time wow. I see it, I say, hi, mommy. And I keep it moving. You know, like, hey, I'm good. We're good. Yeah. So I feel like that protection, that that genuine love of a mother to a daughter or a parent to their child. Like, I feel like I'm always protected. Mm-hmm. I'm always kind of impenetrable. Like, the devil could come knocking but he's never going to come too far. Gotcha. Like my mom's got yeah, me. Yeah. You know, that's how Man. I feel. One of the, you had a sign early with, um, with what's his name again? Vincent. Vincent, right? You had a sign early, like mm-hmm. it started raining. It was different signs. Mm-hmm. Like it's not mess with this guy. Have you ever had a sign sexually where your body rejected him? Maybe the whole time. The whole time? We I, we didn't have a great sex life. That wasn't the basis of our relationship. Mm-hmm. That wasn't the cornerstone of it. It was very, he old. <laughs> like he couldn't really keep up with a little young whippersnapper. <laughs> um, that wasn't the cornerstone of it. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if my body rejected him, but I feel like 
there were many times that I rejected him, mm-hmm. but I fought my innate thought process. Like, nah, you tripping. Nah, you can figure it out. Nah, it's not that bad. Nah, it's always not that bad. Right. Like, oh yeah, he said some fucked up shit, but it's not that bad. Like, mm. oh, he did some, it's not that bad. Yeah. And it's like, was I waiting for it to get worse? Like once I started having suicidal ideations, I should have snapped out of it, but I wasn't, I didn't snap out of it. I'm still trying to figure it out, make it work. Man, it's tough. It's crazy. It's it's pure madness and craziness. And yeah. Yeah, that was it was a time. That was a that was a time. For somebody going through a heartbreak or a breakup, what's some advice you give them? Sometimes no is a blessing. No is a blessing? No is a blessing, yeah. Sometimes God is like, no. Mm-hmm. And let no be no. Like it might hurt. It might not work for you. I fucked up when I went against my innate thought. When I blocked him and left him, I mm. should have left him. Right, right. That was my blessing. That was God saying like, all right, look, all right, look, done. Look, mm-hmm. I'm gonna find you a new nigga right now. He's perfectly fine. Ain't shit wrong with him. Mm-hmm. But I let the devil creep back in playing the little devil games, right? Like, a heartbreak is a lesson and you take your lesson and you move on. Mm-hmm. Don't harbor in it. Don't stay in it. Don't sit in it. Feel your feelings. Take whatever lesson you needed to take from that situation because people are in your life for a reason or a season mm-hmm. or for a lifetime. Take it yeah. for what it is. What is the reason? Is this something that's just fun for now? Or is this a lifetime type situation? And move on and don't harbor it. And once you leave, don't go back. Because you left for a reason. <laughs> right, right. You left for a reason. I left for a reason. For many reasons. Once you start going backwards, that's when you get fucked up. Mm-hmm. That's true. Every time. Man. What has been the hardest thing about being a mother? Kids are fucking assholes. <laughs> Don't let the cute face fool you. One of my friends told me today, like, yo, you be selling it with Parker. I think Parker is like a fucking angel. Like, no, she's an asshole, bro. You got to understand. She's mixed. She half sociopath and half asshole. You put that together. Parker be wilding me up in this house. Okay. Um, The hardest thing is. It's hard when you don't have a strong support system. Yeah. Um, Especially like grandparents, aunts, cousins. Like, it's so hard when you don't have that Mm -hmm. because parents are not robots Mm -hmm. and everybody needs a break. And there were so many times when I was in desperate need of a break Mm -hmm. and I didn't have it or I couldn't get it. Um, And then I also have this thing about me that I consider other people's feelings a little bit too much. Like mm-hmm. I don't want to burden you with my problems because you got your own problems or mm-hmm. your own kids or your own da da da. So I hold all of my things in, and then that crumbles me on the inside because it's like yeah, yeah. I need help, but I don't know how to say help. Um, I feel like my mother and my grandmother, and this is my spiritual side. I don't normally get too spiritual, but right. I'm here. I feel like my mother and my grandmother sent me Andrew because they Mm. understood how bad I was struggling and how much I wanted love and family. 
and how much I wanted that for my daughter and how much I prayed for it, prayed for like safety, security, That's crazy, real yeah. love. Like Andrew's a Gemini, like my grandmother, Gemini. And if she was yeah, a May Gemini or June Gemini? No, he's a May Gemini. I'm June Gemini is our hell. Yep, I don't get along with them. <laughs> um, my grandmother's June Gemini though. But I know that if my grandmother was alive when I met Andrew, she would have been like, oh, you're a Gemini. Like, would've, she would have loved him, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think it's lost upon me that Andrew proposed to me on my mother's birthday. Oh, wow. And one of, outside of the proposal, he ended it by saying, no more sad days. So that's important to me because that was one of the most depressing days ever for me mm-hmm. because my mom's birthday. Like, that's my, mm-hmm. my mom. I'm only child. Like, that's it for me. Yeah. Um. So even now when I see 1029 or I think about 1029, I know that there is meaning in that on both sides, mm-hmm. one for my mom and then one for Andrew, right? Yeah, that's good. Yeah, because that's good I, I don't think that the universe would have even allowed him to propose that day if it wasn't meant to be mm-hmm. in a way, right? Um, I also think that my mom sent Parker here for me also mm-hmm. because it took me a long time to realize, but Parker was born in 2019, which is 1029 in a different way. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that until I went and bought us necklaces. So I got a 1029 necklace for my birthday. Mm-hmm. I mean, my mom, I got her a 2019 necklace for her birth year. And then I looked at it and I'm like, oh shit. Mm-hmm. These are the same numbers in a different way. Yeah. Okay. All of this is adding up to me, like on my spiritual side, like this, it didn't have to go this way. This is the way it went, but we're protected. Yeah. Like my ancestors, my angels are protecting us. These are our our angel numbers. This is where we are. And I always said, like, I want to have one more kid just to see if like that 1029 is going to pop back up again. (laughs) But I don't know. We're going to chill on that. Like, I just feel like, I feel so protected. I pray a lot. A lot of people don't know that about Mm -hmm. me, but it also like ties into my anxiety. Like, so I pray for safety. I pray for comfort. I pray for my family. I pray for my man. I pray for my daughter. Like I can't, I'm constantly in prayer just all the time. Um, And it's important to me and it means something. And I feel like we are all exactly where we need to be because that's how it's my, aligned, yeah. Yeah, my 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 girls are protecting me. Yeah, that's from good. from the beyond. I had another question. I'm I'm doing my side yeah. podcast right, and I have Lex P because she lost her mother. Mm-hmm. I lost my mom and Recently, my aunt. Who yeah, was my, who was like my mother. Mm-hmm. How do you deal with like Mother's Day? And I know the ten twenty nine is bad. Ooh. Mother's Day. It is. It is so bad. Mother's Day was so bad for me previously in other years because. My mother died two days after Mother's Day. Yeah. So it was just like, boom, boom. Like May, like I, from therapy, I am, I was diagnosed with dysmith disorder, which is like a kind of like mood disorder. Mm-hmm. Um, I have long-term depression, PTSD, and anxiety. Oh, damn. Right? It's crazy. Shout out to Andrew because he deals with all of the swings of the moods because mm-hmm. it goes bad sometimes. Um, and... May, the whole month of May is bad for me, was bad for me. Mm. And then my mother's birthday. And that's when my perpetual long-term depression would show its face, right? Yeah. Um, A listener of So Shameless when I was pregnant 
and I was talking about Mother's Day and how down it makes yeah, me and all that. Yeah, I just love the internet. Because it's hard, yeah. right? It's hard. Like, you're happy for your friends, but it's so hard. And then, yeah. like, the older you get, like, you're still posting these old pictures from... Yeah. They never regenerate right, because right, you right. don't get new pictures. You don't get that. Yeah. Um, a listener told me, she was like, a great way to turn around Mother's Day. What if you and Parker do a Mother's Day photo shoot every year? Oh, that, yeah. There's one right there. That's dope, yeah. That's pandemic year, too, because we yeah. couldn't do much. Every year we've done one, except for this year, only because this year I was fucking sunk in place or whatever. <laughs> but we're going to run it back. Yeah. Um, but just about every year I've done a Mother's Day photo shoot with That's Parker. Dope. Yeah. Um, that helped. Parker helps. Andrew helps because Mother's Day, he makes sure that he does something or like helps me mm. in some way. Mm. Um, May 16th is the day my mom died. That's mm. still kind of hard for me. Mm. I go through the ebbs and flows of that. I normally take that day off or just like kind of just take a mental break or whatever. Um, next year, October is going to be my first October. No, it's going to be my second October engaged on my mom's birthday. So I can't be too sad because I, yeah. I have something to be happy for right, now. Right, right, right. And that happiness, it doesn't replace the sadness, but it's like it's something. It's yeah. different. Yeah. Because last year for my mom's birthday, I cried all morning for my mom. And then cried all evening because I got engaged. <laughs> it was two completely different set of tears, yeah. but it was crazy. Like my daughter helped me get through Mother's Day because That's I'm good. a mom now. Yeah. And her school last Mother's Day, they did the cutest thing. They had like this whole Mother's Day thing. She wound up, she planted me. They plant, they had the kids plant lilies mm. for the parents. So by the time Mother's Day came around, the lilies were in full bloom. That's dope. One lily was burgundy, like a burgundy-ish purple, which is my mom's favorite color, which is my favorite color. Mm -hmm. The other one was yellow, which is my grandmother's favorite color. These things, they're not lost upon me. Lily is my favorite flower, but it's also my mother's favorite flower. My daughter just planted me, my mom and my grandmother, of a lily. Yeah. This is how I think, right? Um... So it was just that's dope. dope. Yeah, that's it dope. was just dope. Like when you think about yeah. it, like I haven't had the space to be as sad as I've been mm -hmm. because I have so much to be so happy for. Right. Like there's so much happiness and love in, in this house. Like this is why I don't like to leave this house yeah. because there's, there's so much love here. My daughter, there's a song by Paula Deanda called Overloved. It's not a very popular song, mm -hmm. but like emo teenage girls, we remember it, right? right? And I always said, like, I always wanted to feel that way. I always wanted to know what it was like to feel like being overloved, mm -hmm. like too loved. I take it back now. <laughs> but my daughter is the personification of that because my daughter like coddles me like I'm the baby sometimes. Like I could be like taking a nap and I just feel her just come and like just give me a kiss or just like rub my head or like that's, something that's, or like that's a good thing. curl up. Like she just it like, could be annoying, but I pass. Yeah, no, sometimes it get annoying because it's like, yeah. all right, overstimulation, overload, like please yeah. stop touching me. But then like sometimes it's just like so she's so 
sweet. Mm-hmm. She's so loving. She's so caring. Like, you don't find many four-year-olds that mm-hmm. say, Mom, hi, how was your day today? Mm-hmm. She says that to me every day. Mommy, how was work today? What did you do today? Did you have fun at work? Mm-hmm. Did you have fun with your friends? Did you go to a party? What did you do? <laughs> like, she's so emotional. Mm-hmm. And it's aggravating and amazing at the same time. Mm-hmm. It's so weird to like kind of put it in a box. Yeah. Which is why I feel like, but I felt that from in the womb, right? I felt that love, like that connection that this is my person. Like this is my girl. Mm-hmm. I'm not giving her up for you. Yeah. For you, you do nothing for me emotionally. Yeah. You do nothing for me on that level. Like, yeah, you can shell out money, which is why I tell everybody when they're like, oh, I want a high value. No, you don't. Because mm-hmm. it comes with a lot. That type of man, that archetype of a man, it comes with a lot. Don't. Find the nigga that loves you, mm-hmm. that's going to do for you, that's going to cater to you, that's going to be there for you. Right. Fuck the money. The money is there. It's cute or whatever. Niggas could buy you every bag, every jewelry. I didn't had the chocolates, the good so I've inside. had all of it. Yeah. I've had it all. Monetarily, he's giving me everything, but he's giving me nothing. But the best gift I have received is this baby girl mm-hmm. that thinks the sun rises and sets on my ass. Like, I'll... I'll do it all over again for her. Mm-hmm. If she was the end result, mm-hmm. if I get this perfect ass kid, because even though she's a fucking asshole, <laughs> she is brilliant. She is sweet. She is caring. She is loving. She's creative. Mm-hmm. I can get that out of this. All right. I'll go through it again. Shoot. Man, that's a lot. I know because I love her. <laughs> I love her so much. My baby. Last but not least, the song you'd like to dedicate to Vincent. It's not to him. Mm-hmm. It's for me. But K Michelle, God, I get it. God, I cried I to it. that song so many times, pregnant. Yeah. Like, oh, <laughs> cried, boohoo, cried. But it's just like, I will never again pass up the signs that I need to remove myself from a situation for the betterment of myself. Mm -hmm. And the song is just basically like, all right, God, I get it. Yes. All right. You're showing me signs Mm -hmm. and I'm playing games. I get it. All right. Not too much of me. I get it. You're good. (laughs) I get it. I learned my lesson. The test has been passed. I caught another test too. Cause I've always had tumultuous relationships with Sagittarius. Those are like wow. my weakness uh-huh. because I have like such a strong attraction to them, like a, like a, a chemical reaction type of an attraction, but they're all bad for me. Mm-hmm. And during the pandemic, I met another Sagittarius and the day he told me he was a Sagittarius, I should have ran. True. That's what I do now. But I tried, I still tried. And I was like, no, yeah. And I walked away from the situation because he started trying to gaslight me doing the Sagittarius man thing. And I was like, oh, you're a test. I'm going to pass this one. I'm going to leave you exactly where I found yeah. you on the Internet and moved right on. And who was the next man through my door? 
The fireman. Right? <laughs> a fireman. I got the fireman. <laughs> yes. And I'm like, all right, God. I I passed this one. Yeah. I saw, I see what you did there. It was cute. He was fine or whatever, but no. Mm-hmm. Give me this. That's good. Yeah. This is, that's a, a I might have to make this two parts. Yeah, I know. It's so I told you it was I don't know why y'all want this sad ass, horrible ass story. Man. It's but bad. You finally told it. I finally told it. Finally. Finally. <laughs> Shout. Where can people find you? Don't find me. Don't find you? Mm-mm, don't find me. Don't talk to me. Leave me alone. <laughs> I told you I like to be I like to be left alone. Uh, you can find me every Monday and Thursday on So Shameless Podcast. Mm-hmm. You can find me at So Shameless Pod everywhere. TikTok, Instagram, Twitter. I think they're on threads. I'm not there personally, but yeah. you can find me there. Um, you wasn't there you recently. Went, so no, shameless. I was not. I wasn't there. They always put these um, random women in there. So. I know. I'll be there this week coming up. Um, <laughs> um yeah, so you can find me every week on So Shameless and see why people get mad at me for the things that I say, even though I don't feel like I don't say nothing crazy. Um, uh, you can find me on Instagram at miss.dajabelle. You can find me on Twitter at miss.dajabelle. Um, D-A-J-A-H-B-E-L-L-E. Mm-hmm. That is my public page. That's not my private page. So y'all can follow that and I will <laughs> allow you, but I got my little side page because y'all crazy. But yeah, that's where yeah. I'm at. Thank you for this. Oh, you're welcome, child. And, that's and I been, didn't cry. I'm proud of myself. Right. Because I thought it was coming. Yo! <laughs> I thought it was coming. So that nigga been fucking with me for years. Been fucking with me for years. I hate him. I had another question, but I let the listeners, they're going to be typing stuff in. They, they're going to want to ask whatever I didn't ask. So right. Be ready for that. Okay. And that's been Views of an X. <laughs> <laughs>